What's up? I hope you are having a great day. It is I, Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. Have a very special NBA playoff preview episode for you today. Featuring my guy, Zach Gray. Cannot wait to get into it. But first, double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. He's back. It's been way too long. What's up, ZG? How you doing, bro? What it do, baby? <laughs> Dude, it's so good to have you back, man. I, I can't wait. So much has happened. Arkansas, back-to-back Elite Eights since the last time you came on. Had to throw that in there. Yeah, man, it's... Dude, it's just it's just so good to see you, man. Just in general. It's good to see you too, Jonathan. Um, you know, I don't know why you had to do that right off the rip. Um, <laughs> you guys set just, the tone early, man. Lead. It's just going to lead to some, you know, some harsher, harsher things that I'm going to say. So, let's but be that's honest. what we want, right? Zach, let's be honest, man. It wouldn't have mattered how I opened it. <laughs> I could have opened it with, this is the greatest man to walk the earth since Jesus. Zach Gray is on. And it wouldn't have mattered. You, you still would have been coming for me either way. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get into... Uh, you know, the NBA playoffs and everything that's coming on with that. The playing games are actually going on right now. I've got I've got the um the Nets game pulled up on my other screen. They're up twenty five seventeen right now. So before we get into that, I do want to run you through my twenty five best players in this year's playoffs slash play in games or whatever. So there's one player who's not on here who I regret having on here now because I, I posted it on TikTok and this guy was like, you don't have Bam out of bio on there? And I was like, oh, I don't, do I? And then I was like, uh, you know, I gave him some lame excuse. But not, in all honesty, just completely forgot him. That's okay, though. It happens. So, <laughs> so, so, are, you, are, you, so are you adding him on? Yeah, that's, like- that's what I want you here for. So we, we can talk about where, where he fits. Okay. How's that? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so at 25, I have LaMelo Ball. Which I think is fair. He's he's been awesome for the Hornets this year. You know, the, all the the anti Lamelo takes have been tough. They're all they're all coming now, to light. <laughs> there was a guy. There I was. St- I remember that was all over Lamelo from the very start. He was. Who was that guy? I, I think his name's Zach Gray. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> and now I will say, I will say, we might be getting to this guy. Probably not though. But, uh, you know. I was equally as wrong on uh, uh, Anthony Edwards. What's his? Yeah, Anthony Edwards. I loved I was Anthony Edwards. Was wrong. I didn't. I wasn't all in on Anthony Edwards, but I, I did think he'd be good. So I don't know. I'm, yeah, I won't count that as a win though. Like I feel like for a take to be correct, it's got to be like 100 percent all the way in, you know. And that I was definitely wasn't all the way in. Yeah, a draw. We'll, we'll call it that. So at 24, <laughs> I have Pascal Siakam, who's a sneaky third team All All NBA guy. 23, I put um, first-time All-Star, DeJounte Murray. He's been really good for the Spurs this year. Love that. He's so awesome. 22, I put Darius Garland. You know, I think you don't like him? You don't like Garland? I don't know. Your your facial expression there. I would put DeJounte in front of him just based off of what DeJounte's done in his career. That's that's just me. I could see how you could put Garland there. 
you know, he's, you know, coming up in all-star this year. Like I could see it, but I just think DeJounte's got a bigger body of work and has proved it a little more. I don't know. That's fair. So I've, I've also got these in tiers and that's like the bottom tier of the 25. If that you're makes Nick sense. Riding it is what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing both. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. So yeah, because I, I think you'd agree. Murray, Garland, same tier of player, young guard on the come up, still has some development that could happen to launch him into, you know, potential superstardom. Absolutely. Yeah. So next tier, 21, I have Jalen Brown. 20, CJ McCollum. 19, Paul George. I, I got James Harden, James Harden at 18 and Chris Middleton at 17. Thought, wow. Thoughts on that one? Okay, so I get it. Two things. I get it. We don't like James Harden anymore. Like, it is what it is. We all think he's lazy. We all think he's washed. But he's a top 10 player in the league. Is he, though? Yes. I mean, okay, I think his numbers have dropped. Obviously, part of that is because he's playing with Joel Embiid. But the other thing for me is I had a really hard time putting him in my top 15, especially with it being playoffs right now, when he's just... After, you know, the run with the Rockets where they fell short, where Chris Paul got hurt, he's just been terrible in the playoffs. And I've seen Chris Middleton win a championship and play really well. I know there are a lot of injuries that kind of helped them along the way last year, but I've seen him do it. And I just, with James Harden, he hadn't shot the ball as well this year either. I just, I'm, you know, we, we know about the defense. I don't have to talk about that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. He's, he's definitely regressed in his career. Like, I think he's definitely more playmaking-based now than going one-on-one and scoring whenever he wants. And everything you said is correct, 100%. But he does all the things that he is declining at better than everyone, like most of the league, even in his declining state. Okay. So one thing, the one thing I find really weird with Harden these days is, you know, he's still getting to the line. He is. You know, his, his three-point shot, you know, when he was at the peak of his power, still wasn't like, you know, top level, like 45 percentish, like some of these guys are shooting now. Yeah. The one thing with Harden that I, I see that's the biggest glaring decline is him finishing at the rim. Yes. He has trouble finishing at the rim. Yeah, which is true. I mean, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. And but look, when you get to the line as much as he does, look, like I've got him, like he, he's 18th. Like I don't think that's a knock, especially, I know you're saying that right now that you think I have him low, but I just, when I name the guys that I have in front of him, I think you're going to be like, okay, I think you, I, I think you'll end up agreeing with me. Cause when, when I put who him down, put, who did you put behind Jalen Brown? Who did I put behind Jalen Brown? Yeah. Will you go through that little section one more time? The, the, the 25 to 22, uh, oh. whichever one, the hardened one, the whatever, 21 to okay. 18 or 16 so, or whatever. So 21 to 17, Jalen Brown, 21, CJ McCollum at 20, Paul George at 19, James Harden at 18, Chris Middleton at 17. Yeah, I, I love that minus the Harden. Man, I just, so, okay. Well, let's, let, let, let's run through this next part, and I want to see where yeah. you'd have Harden, because I don't, I don't think he belongs in the top 10. I'm going to hard push you against that. I, I completely disagree with that. So I might be wrong. So at 16, I have D- Donovan Mitchell. 15, I have DeMar DeRozan. He's been awesome this year. 14, I put Jimmy Butler. 13, Carl Anthony Towns. Don't look at me like that. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler, bro. The heat culture is real, man. (laughs) I love him, dude. He is so... So here's here's my thing. So this tier, I feel like, is a list of guys 
who I just, okay, the, the defense. Like, that has to come into play at some point, right? I, I, I get that basketball is 75% offense. And look, Jimmy Butler can score the basketball. Is, is, does he score the ball as well as James Harden? No. In no universe will Jimmy Butler ever be as good offensively as James Harden. But James Harden doesn't touch the feet of Jimmy Butler defensively at any point in either one of their careers. Oh, you've been living in Indiana too long. Get the heck out of here, bro. <laughs> you've been watching too many Hoosiers highlights, haven't you? I mean, Look okay. Look how good his, de- his feet move on defense. <laughs> the first thing I did when I moved here was I watched Hoosiers. That was the first thing I, I know. did. <laughs> I know you. I knew that you would do that. 100%. So you don't, you don't like Jimmy Butler that high. So let okay, me, man, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Jimmy Buckets, man. He is having the worst offensive season he's had since he was, you know, since he was like coming up developing. Fair. Yeah, for I sure. I do not think that his, I do not think his defense puts him like alone, puts him in that category and where you're putting him. Okay. I think he's, I, I honestly think he's like, like out of this list. I would put Jimmy Butler really? out of this list. He does nothing for me on offense, nothing anymore. Like he doesn't finish as like same thing we said about Harden. Like he's not finishing at the rim. He's not shooting well. He's shooting terribly. Fair. I don't think his defense though. I mean, think of the guys you've already listed. Yeah. Jalen Brown. You know, guys like yeah. that. Like they do they do it both ways, two way. You know For what I'm sure. saying? So your bias to Jimmy Butler is way too okay. high. I love Jimmy Butler. It's my guy. But J- Jimmy Butler is not on this list for me. And you think you think about it. You really think that James Harden is inferior to Jimmy Butler in your heart of hearts. I think that, so I, you're right. I'm not even going to try to argue with you. You're right. Even though, okay, let me, let me ask you this. It's a seven game series in, in the Eastern conference. Would you rather have Jimmy Butler or James Harden? James Harden, 10 out of 10 times. My thing with this James version Harden, of Jimmy Butler, this said, version of Jimmy Butler and this version of James Harden, I'm taking James Harden. Now you asked me this, like, you know, maybe last year, or the year before that, I could have an argument there, but just based off playoff success and like, you know, the the intangibles, the stuff that you don't see on the stat sheet, there is be an argument. But the way that Jimmy Butler's playing offensively, I I just can't justify him. My thing is, if I'm, if we're swapping them and Jimmy Butler is still in Philly, if if they're playing in Philly, I think I'd rather have Butler just because I know without a, without a shadow of a doubt, if, if Jimmy Butler's not scoring, I can, I can dump it down low to Embiid and be fine. And I know... Night in and night out, I'm going to get a good defender in Jimmy Butler. Whereas with James Harden, if he's not scoring the basketball, is there a point in having him on the floor? I, obviously, I mean, like he, he does bring a lot playmaking wise. He does, but still. And who are you gonna? Who's going to be the number two scoring option on that team? If it's if it's Butler and if it's Butler and Embiid, <laughs> Tobias Harris. <laughs> oh God, Mister Inconsistent, huh? Oh yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So thirteen, Carl Anthony Towns who's been awesome this year. The only thing I don't like about Carl Anthony Towns is he called himself the greatest shooting big man ever, which is... It's a little much. It is a little much. Come on. We got Dirk. He's still alive. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> it remember. It was a little much. Uh, also, uh, real quick. Sorry, I don't mean to keep it. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. I used to watch Cat play at Kentucky. Who didn't? Um, he was awesome at Kentucky. No, like live. Like live. Oh. I used to go to a bunch of games. And my man had a... a he, he was like so talented like you could just see it you could see it but he like the the knock on him is that he doesn't have that it factor he doesn't have that you know that killer instinct all stuff that i think is kind of overblown but in his case like you could kind of really see it 
Yeah. I think he finally has a team around him where he feels empowered enough to be that main guy on a team that's winning. And yeah. I think that means a lot. It does. And can we call it the uh, Patrick Beverly effect? Oh God, <laughs> that's a joke. I knew you wouldn't like. I cannot that. believe, I, dude. He called that referee. He was like, "You're trash," like right to his face. I thought that was a baller move. <laughs> I love that. I love. I love his intensity, and I definitely think that it's worn off on Cat some this year. He's definitely more intense. Yeah. Definitely cares more, which I think is good just for that young team in general. And I think Anthony Edwards kind of brought that dog out a little bit too. Oh, I love Anthony Edwards, man. He's so he's just fun to watch. Yeah, but all that all that being said, you know, you realize how much your your supporting cast is, cast and those pieces around you can you know affect how you know how much production you have or even how much impact you have. All like besides just being offensive, I feel like Cat's got a higher motor defensively this year. For sure, I feel like he's fouling less, like taking less. Like he is coming together as a complete basketball player this year. Not only because, you know, he's older, more mature, and probably, you know, grew up a little bit with all the stuff that went on in his life, but also he's got guys around him who he trusts, and he doesn't feel like he's yeah. going to lose 60 games a year. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Twelfth, uh, I have Chris Paul, and then 11th, I have Kyrie. That kind of rounds out that tier. You like that? I, I like the—I love the list so far. There's Minus just, Jimmy you know, Butler. match here. Yeah, that's terrible, Jonathan. Yeah, sorry. But, Do uh, we want to put Bam there? Let's just let's I would just, put Bam. I'd put Bam there. Okay. Let's just say that. So at 14, we have Bam out of bio. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing though. Your list is pretty good. So There's, far. I'm not gonna agree 25 out of 25. Oh, yeah. But in terms Do of tiers, like, I, I think that <laughs> we're we're cool. In in terms of the tiers, yeah. I think we're we're pretty we're we're on the same track. Facts. So next tier, this is 10 through 7. Trey Young at 10. Devin Booker at 9. Jason Tatum at eight, and John Moran at seven. I think you could literally, you could rank those guys whichever way you wanted to. Seriously, yeah. I just, I don't like, I, I put Trey Young at 10 because he's far and away the worst defensive guy on here. Just yeah. because of the, the lack list. of size on the list, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, the lack of size there, even though, you know, he led the league in total points scored and total assists, which is absurd. He's he, talk about guys who are fun to watch. So actually, living in a town now that has an NBA team, you especially a team as bad as the Pacers were this last year, you don't look at the schedule like, oh, this is going to be a good game. You look at the schedule like, oh, I can go watch Kevin Durant play, or yeah. oh, I can go watch Trey Young play. And he was one of those guys this year. I was like, oh, the Hawks are coming to town. Let me see if I can get off work so I can go watch. Right and. That's true. He and ever since he came in the league, like he, we always like we thought he was going to be Steph Curry 2.0. And like it's so, it's like, you know, your average fan. I bet there's some people that are going to be listening to this that would make that direct comparison. They play nothing alike. They don't. Steph Curry's off the ball so much more than Trey Young is. Trey Young, Trey Young's a average three point shooter. Yeah, he is. But he 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 plays so much different than Steph. The only thing is like. You know, small guards that have a, like handle, like that's the only and have thing. range, right? And I think the I think the thing with Trey Young is that's so awesome, and it's it's pretty much for all these guys because the NBA is in such good hands. I mean, you listed, you know, six through ten of the in the playoffs, and they're all under probably 26, yeah. 20, like twenty five years old. Yeah, but Jason Tatum was only nineteen. I mean, it's crazy. Right, that's true. That's that's <laughs> true. But no, the my point is is like uh, I I love Trey Young because it seems like he. 
was told what he was going to be. Like when he came into the league, like people were telling him how he was going to be and like, and he's completely knocked down all of those barriers and walls. And he is his own player. Like there's, there's really no one else that plays like Trey. There's not, he's, he's definitely one of one. He's so entertaining. I love the swagger. Like I would give my left kidney to watch them play the Knicks again this year in the playoffs. <laughs> Cause like that, that was the highlight for me last year of the playoffs was him going into Madison square garden and just being that dude. Right. Cause for us, like we, we've never had that. Right. Cause like from, for, you know, my dad, like that was Reggie Miller. Like he went into the garden yeah. and he was that dude. And so I hope, hopefully the Knicks can figure it out so we can see them in the playoffs a little bit more before we die. That doesn't say that's going to happen, but it does. The fact that that's like almost like that's not unbelievable to say it's <laughs> they could be that bad forever and it would be just not shocking. Well, hey, oh, I got Obi Toppin's going to be the next star at 42. Dude, I had I had one of my buddies that's a Knicks fan like um, he's not like us. Like he doesn't know like that late in the season when team like teams yeah. sit people and like random role players are going to go for like 35. Like, like Austin, um, Reeves. Austin Reeves got a triple double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's going to happen late in the season. But yeah. He's like, we got to build around Obi. And I was like, relax, buddy. You relax. Calm down. <laughs> that's great though. You know, it's good for Knicks to have a little bit of hope from time to time, just so we can see their reaction on Twitter after the, the rug gets yanked out from underneath them. Inevitably. So the last tier, the top tier, I, I do think there's going to be some some disagreement on this one, but that's that's okay. I'm going to get real. St- I'm going to get real stickler here on you. I know you are. Okay, who who do you think I have at one? Luca. I do not have Luca at one. I am biased, but come on now. <laughs> okay, then probably probably knowing you, I'd say probably Giannis. I have Kevin Durant at one. I have Giannis at two. Okay, well the list is invalid. Oh my gosh! Come on, are you? Are we going anti Kevin Durant as the best player in the NBA right now? Yes. Okay. If you want to argue, Just say, say your five. Say your five, and then we'll get into. So it. it's six. So I have Kevin Durant at one. Six. I have Giannis at two. I have Jokic at three. I have Luca at four. Put Steph Curry at five, and I put Joel Embiid at six. And that's probably the one you're going to have problems with, right? I can see the look on your face. No, I just I don't know. I like. I get the. I get it. I get why you would put Embiid six. But I feel like Embiid's having a better season than Durant and is making more of an impact two-way than Durant. Two-way, yes. I would totally agree with you. I just, Kevin Durant is, you know, every year. He won a scoring title. You said what? As a center. I know he did. And that's that's awesome. And, like, I'm happy for Embiid. Look, I love Embiid. Let's let's not put me off here as, Anti Joel like Embiid. An anti Embiid. You put him I'm not. sixth. I look. I just. I'm more pro Kevin Durant. Like he's seven feet tall and he plays like a guard. There's literally nobody in the NBA who can stop Kevin Durant. And now you can say the same thing for Joel Embiid, right? Like it is. But I. Just, I think it's easier to scheme a defense to get the ball out of Joel Embiid's hands. Whereas with Kevin Durant, like he literally, like he brings it up the floor and you, and he doesn't have to give it up. Whereas with Embiid, I think it's easier to scheme a defense to get the ball out of his hands. I also, I also, I mean, Embiid or Kevin Durant's definitely in my top six in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Wrong. Yeah, but yeah. I think he would be fifth and Curry sixth. That's fair. Um, but that, I just think that, like, I, I, I have a hard time. I would put Embiid third. Okay, who? Luka fourth. Luka fourth. I okay. Put, I would 
I have a hard time between Giannis and Jokic because I want to be on the Jokic bandwagon, and I know how unbelievable he is. I and I don't him. think people realize how unbelievable he is. They don't. But Giannis is on like a LeBron type of ascension right now. Oh, he's and incredible. We, we're not yeah. realizing it. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's that's the thing. You said ascension. Like he's going to get better. That's the that's the thing about him, right? I, I, right. I just, we're, yeah. we're going to start looking at Giannis. We're going to start looking at Giannis in a couple years if he keeps this up, and like he's going to be in the like talks with like LeBron and Kevin Durant for like or like I'm not going to go as far and say he's going to be the greatest player of all time. Oh, yeah. But if he keeps if he keeps this up, it's going to be hard for him not to be in that conversation. Now he's not going to have the statistical records um, that LeBron's have because has because he got started later. It took him a little longer to develop, obviously. But you know he's in a position where he is in the prime of his career. He could win. He could win the championship very easily this year. Oh yeah. You know, like he he is on a he is on the on the climb. But Jokic man is like the dude that I wanted to be when I grew up playing basketball, like the big, the big man, yeah. not like crazy athletic, but just like finding everybody, seeing the whole floor, you he's, know, being crafty. He's so surgical. Like there's like, there's a unicorn effect. I think with every player on this list, right? Like Joel Embiid is just, he's the most dominant player in the NBA. He's just physically overwhelming. Steph Curry's the best off ball player in the NBA. The the best shooter, best shooter. we've ever seen. Luca, he's, is this is this this is this may be a stretch? Is he Magic Johnson ish, just with the size playing point guard? His his playmaking this year is much improved. He's getting better too. That's the other thing. Like that's that's the scary thing. I think with Luca, you know, when we look at Giannis, he's just a big physical freak. Same thing with Kevin Durant, and then Jokic looks like the forty five year old guy at the pickup game who's been playing for the last twenty five years. Always that guy's always good though. He Have is. you noticed that? He is He's always, always good. That guy, that guy at the Y, that always, the older guy is always good. But but no, uh, that's why he is a unicorn. Yeah, for sure. That's that's why it's like, what? why is this guy going for, you know, 28, 13, and 7 every <laughs> night? Like, He's incredible, man. He is, he is like, I don't, like he's fun to watch because he is so unique. But I think you have to be, okay. I think like your casual NBA fans watch Jokic and they're like, this is kind of boring. But for guys like us who really care about the NBA and get on League Pass and it's like, oh, Jokic is, you know, he's got 12, 4, and 5 at the end of the first <laughs> quarter. Let me turn this on. <laughs> right. And the the thing the thing about Jokic too, man, he's, he's, who's he playing with? Especially right now. Like, if they had Jamal Murray... And Michael Porter Jr. right now, I think they're definitely, you know, in the conversation to be good enough to win a title. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, you know, you could really say the same thing about Giannis, except, you know, Drew and Chris, they've definitely proved themselves. But like, Jokic is doing it with him and then a bunch of role players. Their second best player is Will the Thrill. Uh, what's his last name? Um, Will Barton. Will Barton. And him or is it Morris? Or is it Bones is Highland, it the rookie? Aaron Gordon, maybe? I don't know. They're all, but, but you're right, the though. Point. Yeah. And which is just, so. he's, he's so incredible, man. And he's just, he's awesome. He's, he's, yeah, he's Jokic. He's one of one, without a doubt. Right. Did, did you have anybody that 
didn't make it, but you wanted to put on? Clay Thompson. He just hadn't been good enough this year. No, he he yeah he wouldn't he shouldn't be on that. You're right. That's a good call by you. Let me think. Who else? Um, I really wanted to give Miles Bridges a nod because I thought he was much improved this year, but he just doesn't quite you know make it for me. He's been really good for the Hornets this year. You know who I'd like to see you slide in there? This might be a wild card. Robert Williams. Dude, he's been awesome. I just don't think uh, I, the offense is kind of where it, it hits the wall for me. Yeah, no, I get he would be in the back end, but he's, sure. he's someone to consider because, you know, he changes he changed the way the Celtics team played. He did. That is very true, especially defensively, man. He's just he's really helped right. it, elevate them. It, it's cool because the way they play it is, is, you know, you know, he'll play off the ball. He'll, he'll guard like the opponents four, and they, the way they play defense is they kind of, they kind of funnel it to him, like on the baseline. He's just kind of just roam in the paint. It's been like ever since they started that kind of defense. And I know he's hurt, um, but uh, ever since they started playing that defense, the Celtics have looked like the best team in the NBA. That's high praise. That is, I, I mean, they've looked, they've looked really, really good for sure. The best team they've in the NBA. Been crushing though. teams Man. for two months. That's true. That's true. What about, what about Jared Allen? I, I, I would have, he's not quite there, obviously. Like, obviously I'd put Williams on the list before him, but he's been he's really good this year. Though. I said, he was an all-star. <laughs> yeah. That's how deep, that's how deep the talent is this year in the NBA. Yeah. Without, without <laughs> LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah. I mean, I like guess the, the talent in the NBA is, is insane. And then, oh, I had one more guy who who came to mind. Um, oh, Ant. I mean, because I just I love him, but I I couldn't I couldn't be that biased, you know. <laughs> you think uh, you think Gobert gets any it gets close? No, golly, I hate Gobert. You hate Gobert. I can't and stand now it. I feel like I feel like I lost that one because I remember when he signed that contract. I was like, and I was up know, in arms on Twitter. Well, I was like, I, my whole point was they paid him more than was, Anthony yeah, Davis. Yeah, my my whole point was Jonathan <laughs> that I know he got overpaid, but for what he is to that team, it was worth it. But now it seems like um, one, it seems like Quinn Snyder is a fraud. Two, it seems like Donovan Mitchell is unhappy. He is. And three, it seems like Gobert is everyone's realizing he's unplayable in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. He is. And you know what's going to happen? I am so when everybody so obviously look like I'm I'm a Mavericks fan. This has been established and everybody was pulling for Golden State to lose and for Dallas to win game 82 so that Dallas could grab the three seed. I was like, no, I want to play the Jazz. I do not want to see Jokic. I want to see these small guards that Utah loves to run out there. I would love to see them try and defend six foot seven Luka. Jordan Clarkson. I don't know if he's going to be able to play. I don't know who he's going to guard. Seriously, yeah, he's I, not it's, gonna, yeah. And then on on top of that, we're going to put Gobert and screen and roll, and we're going to have a field day. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to pull him out, and it's going to be the Lucas. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. if they want to do the whole the thing that they did last year against the Clippers, when uh, what's his name went for like thirty because he hit all the threes in the corner. Um, I'm blanking on his name. I don't know. Oh I forget gosh. too. I got to pull it up <laughs> now. It's going to drive me crazy. He was a rookie last year for for the Clippers. Um, um, Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, yes, because they just literally left him open, and Dallas has enough shooting now that you can't really do that. So, oh man, it's yeah. I'm so glad that Dallas drew them. Except now they're gonna have to play the Suns, 
in the second round. And that'll actually be a lot of fun to see Luca play against them in that defense. But still, yeah. So let's let's talk about the playoffs now. I'm excited. It's here. By the way, um, I haven't looked at the score in a minute, but last time I checked, the Nets were up by 20 at the end of the first quarter. Well, <laughs> that, that'll happen. It's 48-35, almost halftime. Okay. That's okay. But let's be honest. We're not surprised. So who are no. your... So I've, I've kind of got teams in, in these different categories again. Who are your teams that you confidently say, like, this team has a legit shot to win the title? Obviously Phoenix, and who else? Yeah. Um, I think the Celtics have a legitimate shot. I'm high on the Celtics right now. Um, okay. I think they I think I think they figured some stuff out. I think Williams I think has to come back. Yeah, but I, I, I think we're at a point where I'm not scared of Brooklyn anymore. I okay. don't think they can stop a nosebleed. I just don't think I think I think you just go here, KD, Kyrie, get your 70. I think we can beat you. That's fair. Like so what if that's probably what if Ben Simmons plays? Does that does it that does change anything at all? Me. Does nothing no, for it you. It does nothing for me. Man, I just I look obviously like their offense is already insane. I think if Ben Simmons is able to play good minutes, like if he's just on the floor, clearly out of shape, just kind of fumbling around, like obviously it doesn't do anything. But if he's able to come in for and play twenty minutes a game of that's a lot. That's a that big is a ass lot for a guy who hasn't played. Yeah, but when you think about it, like he didn't have to do anything on offense. Like if he can set screens and roll to the rim and make the pass to the corner, like he'll be fine on offense. And I, I need him to play good defense because that obviously is the Achilles' heel with these Nets. If he can give me twenty minutes of solid defense, I, I do think he moves the needle for the Nets. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you too, uh, but like I just think that's a huge ask. It is for him to do it in a. He might do it one game. Or, you know, but I just, I think it's hard to ask a guy that hasn't played who's also, you know, dealing with injuries and other things like to, to go in and be an elite defender right off the bat. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. So do you have the, the nets in that circle of teams that you think can win at all? No. Man, I do. I just, the, I just, who, what, what duos better out, out there in the East? Like, I would pick Harden and Embiid. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Drummond. I, I would is... say okay. So people are going to hear that and be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Here's what I mean. I I don't the, the Embiid Harden thing is a matchup nightmare. It is like it's like pick your poison almost, but it 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 gets other people involved in a way that the the Durant Irving thing doesn't. I know what I'm going to get with Durant Irving. It's going to be. You know, they're going to get, like I said, they're going to get their 70. But I feel like when that pick and roll is clicking between Harden and Embiid, and you have those guys spotted up in the corners, I feel like there's so many different ways to beat you. So, you know, if K- if Kyrie goes cold or KD goes cold, they don't have that second, third option in their, in their bag, I feel like. But I feel like with Harden and Embiid, when they're at their best, you know, it's, you know, roll lob or it's, or it's, you know, roll kick to Maxi in the lane, corner, kicks it to the corner. Yeah. Like stuff like that. I feel yeah. like they just have more options. That's fair. I just, I, I love talent and that's honestly, cause at the end of the day, you know, talent wins. Right. And that is, I think in terms of top tier talent, cause we, we saw it, we saw it in the bubble. Right. I, I sat on, on a microphone and said, I like the Clippers because the Clippers are deeper than the Lakers, but the Lakers had the two best players in the series. And so the Lakers won the series. 
and yeah, I just you lost that one. I did. That's point for me. Point for me. It is. It's a big. It's a big. That's like three <laughs> points for you. Let's be honest. And I'm. I'm not going to make the same mistake. I think that the Nets are going to have probably the not the two best players, but the best duo in every series that they play. And when you have that, you have a shot to win the whole thing. Yeah. No. I. I agree. And I. I think you're. I think I got to put them. The more we've, they know, at least have to be in that out. bubble. Yeah, I think they have to have a chance. I have to give them a chance for sure. You're right. That's a point for me. You just said I was right, so I'm going to take that. Yeah, but here's <laughs> the thing, though. I still don't. I still don't want to do it, and I still, in in my heart of hearts, don't think I should. But there's too many things I can't ignore about that team that I have to. I have to at least give them a shot for sure. Um, obviously, the, the Bucks we both have on that level. I'm assuming for sure. The Suns, obviously. Do you have Golden State? Yes. No. Okay. Are you? That's fine. But are you one of the? I'm not. I don't have them in that space because they don't have Wiseman. Because those people upset me. Because I don't think Wiseman no, does never, that much you for them. I've never. I've never liked Wiseman. I know. <laughs> so what is what I is hated it about the pick him? when it happened? So my thing is, I think. I mean, I think the only way for them to be to make a run here is they go super duper small and then just guard you. But I, I just don't trust, I don't trust their, their defense, even with Draymond out there. And I just don't trust that they're going to get good enough looks in the playoffs to, to, to make a big run. Like they might get past the first round. They're probably going to get past Denver. They should, but I'm saying when it gets to like time, I just don't know if they can, if they have that grinded out approach that they used to have where it's ball movement, swinging it, all that stuff. I just think it would, I think it's probably going to get real, you know, ISO heavy. And like, I just don't know if they have it in them. What do you think? I have, I've teetered. I've sat on the fence for a while on Golden State and my, my butt hurts at this point. And <laughs> for me, it, it all comes down to Clay Thompson, really. Because, you know, he's shown flashes here at the end of the season where he shot the ball extremely well. But obviously, coming off the Achilles injury, it was a rocky start. I don't know how well he's going to defend. That's, that's, for me, what it leans on is, like, what does Clay Thompson look like? Is it, you know, the Clay Thompson pre-Achilles? Because if it is, then, yes, I, I think this team's good enough to do it. But at the same time, if it's not, I don't— I don't seen that. We have not even seen that close to that. We haven't. And so it's— And Draymond can't stay on the floor. He can't. I, I don't know. The, the only— even though I, I'm very intrigued by Golden State just because I want to see how many minutes Jonathan uh, K- Kaminga gets because S- Steve Kerr's hinted at it, and he's he's a freak, like especially defensively, tall, long, athletic. Yeah, he's gross. He's really good. And if he's really, able, really, sk- really talented. And if he's he's just really raw. That's the only thing. If he was, you know, if Kaminga was two or three years older, I would really like this Golden State team because he could be that defensive wing guy who can go out on the on the perimeter and defend the other team's best player. But he's just Iguodala. not quite there yet. Yeah, ex- exactly. Speaking of Iguodala, you want to talk about who sucks this year? Andre well, he's Iguodala. like 86 years old. Dude, he's just... Hey, I've, I've watched a lot of Golden State basketball, and I just... It's the same thing with soccer. I'm, I'm big into European soccer now. And whenever I watch my favorite soccer team play, there's this guy named Mane, who's like supposed to be one of the best players in the world. But every time I watch, he never scores. I feel like he plays terribly. <laughs> but when I don't watch, he's just like insane. And I, I, I get the same thing with Golden State. When I watch Golden State, Andre Iguodala just absolutely sucks. And then I'll look down and be like, oh, like Iguodala scored 15 points tonight? What? 
So yeah, I don't know. But golly, I but yeah, Golden State for me is the most interesting team in the playoffs, arguably. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna love this, but I I think the most interesting team is is Dallas. I love to hear that. Why? Why is that? Why? why is that? Because they have Luca, and that feels like it. Here's the thing. Do I think Luca's awesome and could carry you? Yes. Have I? Do I have years of data saying that the heliocentric offenses don't don't have much success in the playoffs? Yes. So I want to know if Luca's transcendent enough to, to you know do that. But I think. That that team, I think it, you know, Brunson and Dinwiddie have to be, you know, what two they've and been. Three. Yeah, what they've been. Dinwiddie's shooting the lights out. You know, Brunson's going to be that secondary ball handler Which is when Luke is off the court. You know, when he's off the court, he can be the primary ball handler. He knows how to get a bucket. Those two guys, they play like they're they play like they've been playing in the regular season. They're scary. That and. When does Tim Hardaway Jr. come back? Because that's another guy who can score. And yeah, we we've seen the shooting. Dwight Powell's been awesome this year, coming off he's the, such an the Achilles. He's he's just such a I like, love energizer him. bunny. He is obviously you know like Luke is my favorite player for obvious reasons, but like I love Dwight Powell. Like he is, he kind of falls in that like Josh Hart category of he's definitely a role player, but he's but he plays winning basketball. So I yeah I think you're right. I have Dallas as like my sleeper team who could like sneak into you know the Western Conference Finals or something. Um, but yeah, especially well, if, that would if mean they would keeps have playing to beat well. The Suns, huh? Well, yeah. Well, I guess. Well, let me take that back. Then because of that, Dallas could possibly sneak into the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> wow, which is a crazy thought, but I don't think it's really that far fetched. We they play tremendous defense. The way that they play too is very fitting for the playoffs. They play one of the slower paces. In the NBA, and we know how well we know how well they defend. And yeah, I'm just so glad I'm not gonna have to turn on my TV and watch Kristaps Porzingis shoot us out of playoff games. <laughs> yeah, he just never quite figured it out. He had the flashes, and everybody got all excited, and then he's good on just 2K, dropped though. off. He is good on 2K. That's very true. And let's be honest, that's all that matters. One hundred percent. So what do you what do you think about Memphis? Because I. I'm not a believer in Memphis. I'll be honest. I don't know how you could be. Seriously, I they're young. Their average age is like 24. They're really right. young. I don't think they have a legit number two option. Like, obviously, John Morant's clearly the one. He's going to be one in the NBA for a long time. Who's their second best offensive player? Desmond Bain. Yeah, and he's, I don't know, I think he's, he's more. knocked down. He is he's knocked good. down. He is good. Like, yeah, I'm not, you know, trying to. You know, crap on Bain, but Jaron Jackson Jr. is a defensive player of the year candidate. Here's here's my thing. Yeah, here's my thing with Memphis. Everybody was talking about last year when they were playing the what was it, the Jazz Super Tough last year? Yeah. They lost the series in five games, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. How did. what what about that makes you think they're ready to make a deep playoff run playing against grown men? Yeah, well they're they're definitely better this year. I don't think you can deny that. And I'm I'm not For saying sure. that you are. I'm not saying that you are. But I my thing is there's no way okay, so let me ask you this. It's probably gonna be Memphis and Golden State. I do think that Memphis will beat 
probably the Timberwolves. That's who I'm guessing that they're going to play. Do you like them to beat Golden State, or do you like Golden State to beat them? Man. Wow. Um, I'm that's, gonna that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of kind of going to contradict myself. I could see Memphis winning that series, but I would not bet on it. Yes, I think that's fair. That's a very good way to put that. If they did it, it would it would shock me. It would surprise me, but I could see it. And I know I sound like a walking contradiction, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I'm with you because yeah, I just I, they're they're young. It they could play. Happen. I just don't see it. It's not likely. Yeah, they play really really fast. Like they're they're one of the faster paces in the NBA. And that doesn't bode well for the playoffs because the game slows down and it's definitely more half court. And when you get down to that, it's it kind of becomes this, ooh, this is a new thought. So tell me if this is way off base or, or if I've got something here. So <laughs> before Giannis got over the hump, you know, teams would build the wall and kind of sag off and let him shoot. Is that not what this is going to be with Memphis when it turns into a half court game of, Let's just make sure John Morant doesn't get to the rim and we like our chances. Well, I don't think you're off base. Um, I mean, that's it may be that's a what it's going to come down to, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what that's it's going to come down to whether or not John Morant can be John Morant at the high, highest level every game. Like, yeah. but, you know, if there was one guy that was going to be able to rise to that occasion, Jaws on that list. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I, 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 and I, what I don't want us to do is if that happens and they, they sell out to stop him and he doesn't put up 35 and 10 every night, I do not want us to be down on Ja. Which is what's ja going to happen. Shown, right. But Ja has shown us that when, you know, teams start to figure out what, he, what he's got going on, he's quick to adjust and get better. Like his three point shootings improved this year. You know, it has. his pass, his playmaking has improved. He's, he, you know, stuff like, like he has shown growth. Like in development. So what what I don't want to happen is people to like, oh, jog, you know, whatever, all that. Like, let him grow. Yes. For uh, what? It's year three, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Do Do you want to work through all all the rounds now, or do you have anything else in terms of specific teams? Uh the Bulls are garbage. Um, Toronto Nick Nurse should probably win Coach of the Year. He didn't. It was Monty Williams. Oh, it already came out. Yeah, came out earlier oh. today. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, oh. is it working? Who, who, who's your MVP? Oh my gosh, uh, I wanted to be. I wanted. I wanted to be Jokic, but it's probably going to be Embiid. See, I, I think it's going to be Jokic. I, I do. I, I just, I don't know. He's been great these last two months, but then again, so is Embiid. I just, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. Maybe I've been listening Give it to, to LeBron. Yeah, LeBron deserves it. Or Giannis. I mean, if they gave it to Giannis, I wouldn't be upset either. He's been awesome this year as well. You know what? Let's just do what's right and just, let's just give it to Luca. Okay, like, come on now. I'll give it to I love Luca. <laughs> also, uh, can we start a petition for us to quit calling Luca Luca Magic and call him like Luca Legend or something? I hate that. I like Luca Magic. I don't. I don't know. I just I don't I don't know what it is. You just compared him to Magic Johnson earlier. You're the right. Pod. I did. I did. <laughs> but still, I don't know. I just, it, it, I just don't feel like it rolls off the tongue that easy, you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I just call him, you know, Don or something like that. Okay. <laughs> 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 so yeah, who do you who do you like to come out of the uh, the playing tournaments? Um, I like. 
Obviously on the, the Nets. Side, I like uh, on the on the West. I like Minnesota. Me too. And and uh, the Clippers. Yeah, I yeah. I think the gap between seven and eight and nine and ten in the West is kind of crazy. Yeah, and then on the East, I think that's so tough because I think it's going to be Brooklyn, and I I think it's going to be. Oh man, it's gonna be the Hawks. It's gonna be Brooklyn and the Hawks. That's what I'm thinking. The Hawks have they've they've gotten better and they seem to have kind of figured it out. Obviously, you know I'm not expecting another Eastern Conference Finals run or anything, but but I want Lamelo to make the playoffs, but it's just not enough room. Yeah, there's just not, which is you know okay. Um, so let's go. You, you want to start in the East or the West? Up to you. Uh, we can go West. We can go West. So obviously. I'm assuming we both like the Suns to sweep whoever they play. Um, if they play the Clippers, I think it could get weird, but I think they win the series in you know five or six. Why do you think it gets weird? Just because Paul George is back, kind of thing, or I think Paul George is back and he can make an impact. I don't think they just steamroll the Clippers. Um, I think Ty Lue's doing a great job. I think they're well coached. He's such a good. And coach. I think they could. I think they could definitely steal one or two from a team that's, you know, maybe overlooking them a tad. Yeah, for sure. That's fair. That's fair. So, this is... The Grizzlies and the Timberwolves would be... You talk about just young talent on the floor. Those are like the two youngest teams in the NBA. And I think that the Timberwolves would give the Grizzlies a lot of problems. Watching Jaron Jackson Jr. and Cat go at it would be so much fun. Anthony, you have two of the most athletic guards in the NBA between Anthony Edwards and John Morant. I mean, it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, my first thought was that's like that's got like six game series, six or seven games. It does all written all over it. It does, and for the first time ever, something exciting would happen in Minnesota. I mean, it would be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they could get KG back. I maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, that that would be that series would be so much fun. I I do like the Grizzlies though. I think I love their coach. He's awesome. Uh, who is their coach? I don't know his name. Yeah, me neither. He was he, he was in Cleveland, wasn't he? He was in Cleveland though, wasn't he? I think he was. Um, I don't know. Here, I'll I'll Google it with my computer. Let's not work. get bogged down in the details. Yep, let's not. <laughs> the bad bad podcasting right there. Did you plug your phone in? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry, guys. His his phone's on 8%. It's okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, next. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 I do like the Grizzlies, though. Uh, I think we both like Golden State to beat the Nuggets. For sure. Uh, yeah, Murray's not playing, actually. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I think Dallas could potentially sweep the Jazz. I have it. I have it four or five. Either yeah. one. I don't, I don't think. I think Utah's done. I do, too. I think Donovan Mitchell is gone after this season. Really? Yeah. Oh, spicy take. Where Where do you think he ends up? Uh, Sacramento to play with De'Aaron Fox and Demontis Sabonis. <laughs> uh, I haven't <laughs> thought that far ahead. I just think he's probably gone. Yeah, he might be. Seriously, up. I could see him ending up on the Knicks, dude. Miami. I would love him in Miami. They would have a legit number one scoring option. Well, they do already, according to you. <laughs> Bam out of bio. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Okay. Um, so that would give us the Suns and the Mavs. I think we both like the Suns. 
Yeah. Even though I, if there's anybody who can do it by themselves, it's LeBron James or Luca, right? And I just well, we haven't seen Luca do it that we haven't seen Luca do it yet. You're true. That's right. That's true. But I think that from what we've seen from him so far, for sure, what, what we saw I'll him do him against that benefit of the doubt. What we saw him do against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I think, is all all the testament we need to to know that he he can do it. Not not that he will, but that he can. Facts. So, but yeah, the, the Suns though probably in six or seven. Um, Golden State and Memphis. I I would take Golden State. I just yeah, I they, would take Golden State in six. Man, this is crazy because I'm not big on the Suns. Like I, obviously, oh, like, I love them. I, I just. I don't know. I've really wrestled with it because my, my, my thing is talents. And obviously, you know, the Suns are talented. But I, I still, I feel like, I just, I feel like Devin Booker is just a level below all the like elite, elite superstars like, you know, Kevin Durant and, and you know, Luka and guys like that. And so that's kind of been the holdback for me. And but yeah, at the same time, they've just been so surgical all year. Like their offense in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter in close games is ridiculous. Yeah, they, I mean, they've won eight more games than anyone else in the league. Yeah, which is a lot. And I heard a stat the other day. It's like the last seven teams to win their conference by seven games or more has gone on to win the title every single time, which yeah. is a great stat to be backing you. Yeah, they're, I, think they're, I think they're clearly the best team in the NBA, and it's their, it's their championship to lose. Man, I, yeah, their championship to lose. That's a big statement. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I do like... I do like the Suns to advance and to play in the finals. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not going that far off the boat. Come I'm putting now. the Suns in the finals, yeah, yeah, all the way. Without a doubt. The East is interesting, though. Is. I really don't know who to pick because I'm, I'm not a believer in Miami, kind of for the same reason that they don't have, like, their best player is just a whole level below the best player on any other team. And so I'm not a believer in them for that reason. Um, Boston, you know, uh, Williams is hurt, and they're probably going to— I love Boston. I know you do. And they're probably going to play the Nets in the first round. And talk about a bad series to have your most important defensive piece out. I mean, so that, that series is going to be spicy. Yeah, um, but here's the thing about that, though. Here's the thing about that. The Celtics have two wings that can match up, you know, better than anyone else in the league against Durant and Irving. That's fair. That's very, that's very true. Yeah. Three, because, you know, it's going, to be, it's going to be Marcus Smart on Kyrie. Right. Right, so yeah, yeah that's, I think it's going to be a good fun. matchup for for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, it might be. That's oh we, that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that one. Uh, the Bucks will sweep the Bulls. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Sixers, gentlemen, sweep the Raptors. I would say probably yeah. I I could see I could see six games, but probably five. Uh, the Heat will walk through. Actually, I don't know if the Heat. Dude, if the Heat play I the Hawks, I just Hawks, think the Hawks could beat the Heat. That's for what some I, I was, reason. Yeah, I do too. It's but I'm going to pick Miami. Yeah, for Actually, sure. Actually, you know what? You know what? If the Hawks make it through the play-in and they're the eight seed, I'm taking Atlanta in seven. I love you heard that. It here first. Love it. I will not be joining you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like the Nets to beat Boston though. That's banana land. That's my that's my hot take for for the episode. There you go. I like I like the I just Nets. Think, I I just think that um, I don't know, man. I just I I was so scared of the Nets, and then now I think that you know I'm I'm looking at it from like okay, you know what they're gonna do, but then like 
I guess Ben Simmons, you're big on if he comes back and plays, but like, you know, is, is Bruce Brown going to really, you know, be that third guy to, <laughs> you know, Seth Curry, maybe he's maybe. gonna have to shoot. Well, he's gonna have to shoot. Well, I will say that for them to make a run, you know, a, a guy with the last name Curry is going to have to shoot. Him. Well, they got a guy to guard him too. <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I, it's just the, the top tier talent there. I mean, look, it, it's the best duo. Like I, I think you would take Kyrie and KD before you took uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? Yeah. And I, like, I just, I've, I've made the mistake before, ZG, and I just, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. So, then it'll be, it'll be the Seventy Sixers in the Heat. I think for us both, right? Actually, no, for you, well, it'll have, be the Hawks. I have the Hawks, Which, but yeah, oh, no, awesome. uh, uh, Philly's going to come out of there. I, I totally agree. Even though, yeah. dude, the trash talk. It's going to be incredible. Trey Young in Philly going at Joel Embiid? <laughs> that will be entertaining. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, did you see um, what's the infielder for the Phillies? Did oh, you see Alex he, Bohm. Oh, man. Please tell me you saw yeah, what he did tough. last night. That was tough. I, I freaking hate this place. <laughs> at least he owned up to it. Oh, but for yeah. sure. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Philly, man. That's, that's a tough place. That's tough. Okay. Um, so yeah, we got the Sixers and then you've got, you've got Boston and Milwaukee. I'll let you break that one down. Cause that one's going to be awesome as well. Um, I think the Celtics can do it. I do too. I think they have the coaching and the talent to do it, but I will not pick against Giannis until he gives me reason to. That's fair. So, would you pick against Chris Middleton? <laughs> I would. Okay, I would. <laughs> Every most times, actually. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I think I, I I like Boston. I think they can do it, but I'm not going to. If we've seen anything about these great players over the years, like LeBron and, and guys like that, they're going to win a series. They are in their prime. Like it just is what it is. It is, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. If, if the Bucks play Boston, I would take, I would take Milwaukee. If the Nets play Milwaukee, I mean, look, like, it's, it's hard for me to ignore. You're crash and burn on this take, man. I'm just letting you. Know I'm just it's saying, be real ugly at the end. I'm just saying, man. It's so hard to ignore last year, right? Where Milwaukee goes on to win the title, and they have the awesome series against the Nets, where you know the whole Kevin Durant shoe size thing. They, they they push him to seven without Kyrie, and I just I, you have to wonder at least a little bit, like does Kyrie move the needle enough for them to beat Milwaukee? No, you don't think he does? No. Oh man, really? After everything he did to help LeBron, you're just gonna you're just gonna ignore Kyrie I think, Irving? I think. <laughs> I think. Like I said, I think they're going to get theirs, but I also know that Drew Holiday's one of the best defensive players in the league. That's true. And I know Giannis is one of the best defensive players in the league. That's true. Didn't matter last year when Kevin Durant, you know, scored a right. whole bunch of points every game. But who won, though? Who won you're, the series, you're right. Though? You're right. That's very true. Yeah, I just, I'm, I just, I, I don't want to go chalk. I hate people who just go chalk. Who are you, who are you picking? I'm, I'm going to take Brooklyn. I hate people who go chalk. I'm not going chalk. I refuse, I refuse to pick 
a Milwaukee Bucks Phoenix Suns final, even though that's probably what's going to happen. I refuse <laughs> to go chalk. Okay. We have empiric. We have a ton of data that, that suggests that's probably going to happen. We do, but then again, we Golden had eight Cavs. We had a ton of data that suggested that the eight seed North Carolina Tar Heels wouldn't play in the Final Four, yet alone the national championship True. game. Then again, it's one and done, not a best of seven series thing. But still, I, I'm, I'm going to ride with the, uh, my take of Brooklyn has the best duo in the East, so I'm going to take them. Fair. So, so you've got, you've got uh, Milwaukee and ooh, Milwaukee and Philadelphia. That'll be juicy. That's the East Finals. Yeah, that's the yeah that that's what you have. I'm yeah, I'm yeah, here, for, yeah. dude. So, that'll be talk about just two dominant players in terms of just like physically being overwhelming. Like Giannis and Embiid going at it, it's going to be fun. So, I I think I think that that's where the Embiid Harden thing gets a little weird against Milwaukee. Like I think that they finally run into someone that is going to you know give them some serious challenges on that pick and roll. And is going to, that's why I just, I mean, I think Milwaukee has the best player in the world on their team. And that's why I would pick them. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. If, if Milwaukee plays Philadelphia, I, I would take Milwaukee partially because look, we've seen it time and time again, as you've said, we have the data. You've said that several times the show, which I'm here for. We have the data that shows that, the data. <laughs> that James Harden is, is bound to mess up at some point. In, in a playoff run. And I like the chances of James Harden messing up when he's being defended by Drew Holiday. Yeah, I like I said, I people people kind of forget about Drew. They do. Like the impact the impact he makes, he's not going to give you he's not the offensive weapon that, you know, Middleton is, but people forget that Drew Holiday is like one of the biggest reasons why the the Milwaukee Bucks are in the position that they've been in the last couple of years. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. And, oh man, yeah, I, it's that'll be a fun series, but I'm with you. I, I like Milwaukee in six if if yeah. if they play the, the 76ers. If they play Brooklyn, dude, let's be honest here, man. I know, <laughs> I know you're not big on the Brooklyn bandwagon, and that's fine, but you can't tell me that, like, a little part of you doesn't want to see a seven-game series between the 76ers and the Nets. I don't think I like the Nets. I, I think my I, I think my fandom is getting in the way of me rooting for them. Or yeah, thinking that's that fair. they're going to be good. That's fair. I, because, I, I do that with the Lakers all the time. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, you hate the Lakers. Can't stand them. It's okay, though. But yeah, I just... I don't... Dude, that would just be... Dude, Brooklyn and... Oh, man. That would be... Oh, dude, you, that would be the most entertaining series, hands down. I don't, I don't think it'd be close if Brooklyn and Philadelphia played. Because I, um, you remember the, the first time they played after the trade. First of all, I we haven't talked at all about how terrible the 76ers transition defense is. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> it's it's the worst in the NBA since they acquired Harden. Um, no, I that would obviously be entertaining. Um, but I think, huh, I, uh, do you think Ben Simmons plays do you, or do you think he gets back? Do you think his back starts hurting? Like, do you think he can take it? I mean, look, I will say, I think it was a big step for him 
going to the game in Philadelphia after the trade, just being in the building. I, I, I do think that that's, that's a good sign. That's a very, very like low standard for, for someone, Jonathan. He was watching, he was on the team and he was on the bench. Dude, he's that's your standard for let's, him. Let's be honest, man. I, I'm gonna take whatever I can get with Simmons in terms of him showing <laughs> up. I just like like he's he's softer than I don't, I don't even know. Um the the Charmin Ultra Soft toilet paper. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> At least you can admit that. Oh yeah. You, it, you're allowed to acknowledge the talent while also acknowledging that other stuff. Yes, for sure. The the lack of mental fortitude. It's, it's it's calling it a lack of mental fortitude is an understatement. That's me he's being got a nice. lot of uh he's got a lot of uh Dylan Parnum in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I feel like in order to be Ben Simmons, you have to be talented. <laughs> oh man, Parnum just catching I'm sorry, Parnum. I'm sorry. Parnum, I love you, man. You were you were a good teammate. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Golly, that's tough. Oh man! <laughs> oh, we're gonna have people listening. Like, I don't know who Dylan Parnum is, but that's okay. That's all right. So, yeah, <laughs> friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, if if the Bucks play Phoenix, who who do you like? Can I just like I want to? Can I pick them both? <laughs> I mean, I feel can like that would. Split? I th- think that like defeat the purpose, you know. I think. I think Milwaukee is going to win the too. finals this year. But I also I also just I can't ignore what Phoenix has done. Yeah. So for me, I think I'm going to take Milwaukee. But I like I said, man, there's just so much things that the Suns do better than every other team. It's hard to pick against them. Yeah, that's totally fair. If if it is Phoenix and Milwaukee, I would take Milwaukee just because they're going to have the best player in the series. Do you think it's going to be Phoenix Milwaukee? In my heart of hearts, I do. Yes, but you think it's going to be Phoenix Brooklyn? In my heart of hearts, if like if I had to like bet money on it, like Jonathan, you have to put your entire life savings on who's going to play in the NBA Finals. I would pick the Bucks and the Suns just because that's what you know. That's, that's what that's what all the data is telling us. They've been the two best teams all year. But there's just something about, I just, I love Brooklyn. I love the talent. And maybe it's just me seeing the eye candy. And I'm just like, yeah, like I'm not passing up on the offensive duo of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's not a dumb take, by the way. Like that's, that's basically, it's pretty obvious. Like people think like it's crazy, but it's like, yeah, they're two of the best, you know, most talented guys in the league. Of course I'm going to take them. Like you saying that isn't crazy. It's not, and part of me feels like it's kind of elementary, but at the same time, like we've seen it over and over and over again, where if you have, you know, a, a great duo, you go on runs like this, right? You know, I mean, I just, I, it's, and the thing too is, it's not like one of them soft. Like I think, like I think, you know, Kyrie has this reputation of being kind of like you know the Kanye West of of the NBA. Yeah. But I, I do think he really wants to win. I think we saw it in, you know, the first game when they played Philadelphia, when they came back. He went out there, and he also, I think he's the most underrated defender in the league. Like, when he wants to play defense, he's a great defender. And great, extremely stretching it. 
You said what? He, he, great is stretching it by a lot. He's a very good defender. How's that? Like he's not when he's he, not as bad of a he's defender. Playing his best defense. Yes, he's a very good defender. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. <laughs> I just like because I, I I think we're quick to forget how great he was defensively when he was in Cleveland and they played Golden State in those finals because he he's the one who guarded Curry, and he did a he did a really good job. Kyrie is a lot of things, but he ain't soft. He's not, and neither is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, he's tough. Kyrie and KD are tough. They are, and I I like that about them. I I do like Bruce Brown. He I think he plays his role extremely well. I think uh, Steve Nash. I think he's done a really good job considering all the bull crap that he's had to put up with. Dude, could you imagine being offered the job saying, "Hey, you're going to need to coach Katie and Kyrie and James Harden," and then you don't get to coach Katie, <laughs> Kyrie, and James Harden? And yeah. you know, despite all the injuries this year, they've found a way to make the playoffs. They look really good right now. They're up twenty with six six and a half to go in the third quarter, and. I I think that the Drummond acquisition is underrated because in addition to their terrible defense, they couldn't rebound. And now you have the, if not the best, one of the best rebounders in the NBA. And yep. you have a body to put on Embiid if they end up seeing Philadelphia, even though we all know the history between Drummond and Embiid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I, I really like Brooklyn. I... Yeah, I, I, and if if they play Phoenix, I, I would take them to be Phoenix, just because I think that their talent would just overwhelm the Suns. Man, you're really doing it. I don't. I, I respect it. I respect Look, at, it. At this point, like I'm already waist deep in the water. Like I had to put my head in. You know. Yeah, you have to die on some hill. You do. <laughs> it may be this hill. Yeah, <laughs> it will be, but that's beside the point. <laughs> they're gonna. They're, they're going to get swept in the first round by the Boston Celtics, and I'm going to have to come back on right. here and, and eat and my tell words. Me I was right. Yep. I have no problem. I, I don't have a problem with telling you you were right. I've, I've, I've done yeah, it a couple I, times. That's true. You've had to do it about a thousand times. So. Okay. Hey, um, <laughs> do, would you like to double down on your take that Andy Dalton's top 10 quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> that was uh, that was more like my back was against the wall. My team was getting made fun of, so I had to, I had to try to support my guys. Bad take. It's fair. It's okay. Hey, to be fair, that's that's what started all this. So, you know, that's 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 another that's point for point. you, I guess. That is why I'm here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that was uh, that was a great day. I still the look on Coach Hooten's face when you said it, I think was what made it the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I I obviously I think I knew I was being dramatic. Um, the more I said it, the more I started to believe it. The uh, the the tweet is still it still gets me. He said it was something like Andy Dalton with the ball with three and a half minutes left. He just knew he was going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> is he funny. even where? Is he even the, a backup anywhere now? I don't even know where Andy He's Dalton's a backup at. for the Saints. Is he really? Okay. He could be the like starter that. for the Saints, yeah. He could be. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Golly. Are you ready for some playoff basketball? Dude, I am. I'm so ready, man. Like, I have. I was talking to my buddy Jason the other day, and I was like, I, I'm officially a professional sports snob. Like, I would rather watch the NFL than watch college football. I would rather watch the NBA than college basketball. I, I think I'd rather watch college baseball than Major League Baseball, but I think everybody kind of falls into that boat. No, I love, uh, dude, 
I've been watching so much Major League Baseball. But um, but no, like the NBA playoffs is without a doubt the best version of the sport. It's not going to be as, you know, high intensity, you know, 100% ramped up every single moment like the NCAA tournament is. Yeah. But if you want to watch the best brand, the best version of basketball ever, that's where you, you watch the playoffs. Seriously. And it's going to be, oh, this is going to be the best part. So my dad... He is, he has, okay. I, I love my dad. Let me, let me start with that. I would hope so. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's fallen into the, I'm not going to watch the NBA anymore because they're too political crowd. But I, I know he misses basketball because he watches the Warriors. And he'll be like, hey, Jonathan, you watching the Warriors? I'll be like, dad, what are you doing watching the, the NBA? He's like, I'm watching <laughs> Moses Moody. And then I'll look at the minutes and Moses Moody will play like four yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to be the best part is being able to text my dad and be like, Hey, how'd Moses Moody look tonight? <laughs> yeah. DNP coach's decision. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for it, man. Like it is, it has slowly become probably my, not my favorite. Yeah. My favorite postseason tournament to watch. Like I, like I, I think that it doesn't have the draw of March madness. Because March Madness is one undone. But just the overall level of play is, like, okay. I, I think that the talent gap and the play gap between the NBA and college basketball is greater than the talent gap and the play gap between college football and the NFL. And I 100%. think I think that is why I love watching it. Because it's just, the, the level of play is insane. Like, I, I go play pickup basketball now every Saturday morning. And... I just I I watch Kyrie or whoever do stupid stuff the night before, and then I go and then I go try it, and then I don't get picked up yes. the next game. Right. <laughs> well, you wouldn't get picked up either way, but oh come on, man, that's that's disrespectful. <laughs> you know, you know I'm a I'm a solid B plus pickup basketball player. Now the games You're Frank Campazzo. I I like to think I am more like Chris Middleton in terms of in terms of. If I have what to, in the world? you gotta let me finish, man. Okay. In terms of, if I have to be like the number one scoring option on our pickup team, we're not winning. There's just it's just not gonna happen. But if I'm able to play like off the ball and be like the secondary ball handler, be the number two scoring option, I I like our chances. Fair. Yeah. Not in terms of like, dudes. Chris Middleton's what six nine. With like a seven foot ten wingspan. Yeah, I know that you and Chris Middleton <laughs> are not physically comparable. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Oh man, the, okay. The, the next time you're in Indy, you, you got to come play hoops with us. Yeah, one hundred. I mean, it's dude. Like, I think my favorite part is sitting on the side and placing bets on stuff that'll happen. It's like we'll sit there. That sounds fun. And apparently, the other day. My, my buddy Matt wasn't playing, and he looked at his buddy. He goes, I'm setting the over-under at three-and-a-half offensive rebounds for, for Jay Smith. Because your guy's your guy a, a sneaky offensive rebounder, and I think I had four. <laughs> That's just hustle. It's just hustle. It's really what it is. It's, it's an attitude. It is. <laughs> it's pride. That's what it is. <laughs> and That's what readies have. I, I, th- I think that's, that's what a ready is. Pride, right? Spirit. Right? Oh, you're right. Spirit. Ready is spirit. Oh, my boss asked me. Last week, because I was wearing my, my Henderson baseball stuff. The fact he hadn't asked me earlier, because I feel like that's all I wear. It's my Henderson baseball gear. He was like, what is, what's a, what's a ready? 
I said, man, that's a great question. That's a, it's always a great question. <laughs> I said, man, I said, they, it's a spirit. And he was like, like the spirit of what? And I was like, that's all they told us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really is. It's like, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? And it's like, well, they, it's a spirit. They're like, well, spirit of what? And you're like, well, I don't know. Cause that's all they, they never told us. Told us. <laughs> Apparently there's, there's a ghost that like walks around Smith hall. I don't know. That's that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Golly, man. You got anything else? Um, not really. You want to do uh shout outs and closeouts? We can, we, can, we can wrap it up. Sure. Shout out the the Ready Baseball team. They're they're pretty good this year. They're really good this shout year. Shout out the Ready Baseball team. Yes, they're very good. Shout out to my guys that are still there somehow. Uh um, You know, I I heard Taylor Langston went back for his ninth year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor Langston is Perry Ellis, but uh, shout out, shout out to Coach Hooten, shout out to Allen. Um, How's Coach Mouse doing? It, you probably keep up with him more than I do. Newman yeah. Jets, Newman Jets are starting to get it rolling. Are they good? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad for yeah. Coach Mouse. So shout out, my shout out is the Newman Jets. Nice. <laughs> shout out um, the girlfriend. How's she doing? I haven't asked you that. She good? She's doing great. She's she actually got accepted to get her PhD, so she's uh, she's super smart. Big time. You need that. <laughs> I need that. I need that. I need it too. Especially, okay. you know, first time listeners of me are probably like, how in the heck? But yeah, I, I tricked her. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I got nothing else. Thank you, dude. So much fun when you come on, man. We, we got to do it again. I wish we would do it more. Um, but, you know, schedules and other stuff. But schedule I love is... doing this, man. It's It's one of my favorite, you know, little hobbies that I do. So I appreciate you always asking me on and I'm glad that uh, I could talk NBA playoffs with somebody. For sure, we'll, we'll have to do it again. We'll do a pre-NBA finals or pre-second round or something. We'll we'll do it again, but before the finals are over, for sure. One hundred percent. All right, man. Well, thank you so much again, dude. Uh, it's been awesome. Um, you know, I've, I'm much improved. If you have, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of intimidated nowadays. Uh, that's that's a weird thought. Me intimidating somebody? Come on now. <laughs> that's true. I was. Uh, it's a weird, it's a weird, yeah, good. <laughs> if I intimidate you, you're going to have a rough time in life, man. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks again to Zach Gray for coming on. It was awesome. He's always great. And I will be back again tomorrow with another take for you guys.